Welcome to Make Things That Matter, the podcast where we explore impactful products and the cultures that create them. I'm your host, Andrew Scottsko, and if I'm doing my job well, each episode of this show will help you to do meaningful work, make things that make things better, and have a great experience doing it. This is an experiment inspired by my conversation with Pam Fox Rollin back in episode number 22. We're exploring the adaptation of the timeless way of building to personal and creative leadership. So The Timeless Way is a classic book that Pam told me about, about the design of buildings and towns. It's really a theory of architecture, which, as Pam says, quote, asserts that places where you feel yourself come alive through a process in which the building or town grows organically out of the inner nature of the people, animals and plants in it. It's a process which allows the life inside a person to flourish openly in freedom, end quote. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that is such a beautiful idea that really inspires me to wonder, what if that was the impact on people? that our teams, our companies, our leaders had. That would be amazing, I think. Now, when Pam and I talked, she suggested this idea that I've kind of wanted to explore ever since, which is what brings us here today. She said it might be really interesting to swap out the word building for leaders or teams, that doing so might reveal something very interesting and a new angle on leadership. So I started with that, and then I made other small substitutions and modifications to make the end result flow a little bit better. In just a minute, I'll share what came of it. Now, I couldn't find anyone who'd done this already, so I got my hands on the book to make it happen. It's a really dense book, but by extracting just the chapter and section headings, I was able to get a detailed outline of the whole without getting lost down in the weeds. I've published that full outline, and I linked to it in the show notes. For this episode, I'm going to just read you the detailed table of contents. If you like that and you want to go deeper, follow the link in show notes, and you can get access to a PDF of the whole thing. Now, this episode is 100% an experiment with a new format where rather than an interview, I bring you a synthesized idea. Let's see what we think. Let me know on Twitter what you think. You can tweet at me at a Scottsco or via email at connect at make things that matter. Just send me what you think. Let me know what you like, what didn't you like, whatever your thoughts are. I'd love to hear it. And if we both enjoy it, I'll do more stuff like this. So this is obviously a derivative work. So I just want to say all credit for original material goes to the author, Christopher Alexander, who wrote the book. And also a thank you to the writer's collective sensibility, which previously shared just the italicized parts of the book and ended up saving me a bunch of typing. Thank you. All right, here we go. I give you, with curiosity and slightly tongue-in-cheek, the timeless way of leading. I found this to be a completely different angle on how empowered teams and distributed leadership might arise. Let's see where it takes us. Section one, the timeless way. It is a process which brings order out of nothing but ourselves. It cannot be attained, but it will happen of its own accord if we will only let it. Section two, the quality. There is a central quality, which is the root criterion of life and spirit in a person, a team, a leader, or a company. This quality is objective and precise, but it cannot be named. The search which we make for this quality in our own lives is the central search of any person and the crux of any individual person's story. It is the search for those moments and situations when we are most alive. In order to define this quality in leaders and in teams, we must begin by understanding that every place is given its character by certain patterns of events that keep on happening there. These patterns of events are always interlocked with certain geometric patterns in the space. Indeed, as we shall see, each leader in each team is ultimately made of these patterns in the space and out of nothing else. They are the atoms and the molecules from which a leader or a team is made. The specific patterns out of which a leader or a team is made may be alive or dead. To the extent they are alive, they let our inner forces loose and set us free. But when they are dead, they keep us locked in inner conflict. The more living patterns there are in a place, a company, a leader, or a team, the more it comes to life as an entirety, the more it glows, the more it has that self-maintaining fire, which is the quality without a name. And when a group has this fire, then it becomes a part of nature, like ocean waves or blades of grass. 
Its parts are governed by the endless play of repetition and variety, created in the presence of the fact that all things pass. This is the quality itself. Section 3. The Gate This quality in leadership and in teams cannot be made but only generated indirectly by the ordinary actions of the people, just as a flower cannot be made but only generated from the seed. The people can shape leadership for themselves and have done it for centuries by using languages which I call pattern languages. A pattern language gives each person who uses it the power to create an infinite variety of new and unique styles of leadership, just as ordinary language gives them the power to create an infinite variety of sentences. These pattern languages are not confined to offices and workplace culture. All acts of a team are governed by a pattern language of some sort, and the patterns in the world are there, entirely because they are created by the pattern languages which people use. And beyond that, it is not just the shape of teams and leaders which comes from pattern languages. It is their quality as well. Even the life and beauty of the most awe-inspiring, great religious movements came from the languages their leaders used. But in our time, the languages have broken down. Since they are no longer shared, the processes which keep them deep have broken down, and it is therefore virtually impossible for anybody in our time to make a space come alive. To work our way towards a shared and living language once again, we must first learn how to discover patterns which are deep and capable of generating life. We may then gradually improve these patterns which we share by testing them against experience. We can determine, very simply, whether these patterns make our surroundings alive or not by recognizing how they make us feel. Once we have understood how to discover individual patterns which are alive, we may then make a language for ourselves for any leadership task we face. The structure of the language is created by the network of connections among individual patterns, and the language lives or not as a totality, to the degree these patterns form a whole. Then, finally, from separate languages for different leadership tasks, we can create a larger structure still, a structure of structures evolving constantly, which is the common language for a team. This is the gate. Section 4. The Way Now we shall begin to see in detail how the rich and complex order of a team can grow from thousands of creative acts. For once we have a common pattern language in our teams, we shall have all the power to make our teams and leaders live through our most ordinary acts. The language like a seed is the genetic system which gives our millions of small acts the power to form a whole. Within this process, every individual act within a team is a process in which space gets differentiated. It is not a process of addition in which preformed parts are combined to create a whole, but a process of unfolding, like the evolution of an embryo, in which the whole precedes the parts and actually gives birth to them by splitting. The process of unfolding goes step by step, one pattern at a time. Each step brings just one pattern to life, and the intensity of the result depends on the intensity of each one of these individual steps. From a sequence of these individual patterns, whole teams with the character of nature will form themselves within your thoughts as easily as sentences. In the same way, groups of people can conceive their larger public leadership on the ground by following a common pattern language, almost as if they had a single mind. Once the teams are conceived like this, they can be built directly from a few simple marks made in the ground, again with a common language, but directly and without the use of drawings. Next, several acts of leadership, each one done to repair and magnify the product of previous acts, will slowly generate a larger and more complex whole than any single act can generate. Finally, within the framework of a common language, millions of individual acts of leadership will together generate a team which is alive and whole and unpredictable, without control. This is the slow emergence of the quality without a name, as if from nothing. And as the whole emerges, we shall see it take that ageless character which gives the timeless way its name. This character is a specific morphological character, sharp and precise, 
which must come into being anytime a leader or a team comes alive. It is the physical embodiment in the leadership of connected and empowered individuals of the quality without a name. Section 5. The Kernel of the Way Indeed, this ageless character has nothing, in the end, to do with languages. The language and the processes which stem from it merely release the fundamental order which is native to us. They do not teach us, they only remind us of what we know already, and of what we shall discover time and time again when we give up our ideas and opinions and do exactly what emerges from ourselves. Wow, that was a completely different take on leadership. Even just reading it, it actually came alive for me in a very different way than it was when it was just on the page in writing. So I'm so curious to hear how that landed for you. What are your reflections upon hearing that? Again, I'd love to hear that. Send me a tweet at ascotsgo or email me at connect and make things that matter.com with what stood out to you. And again, if you want to go deeper on this, please follow the link in show notes to get access to a PDF of the whole thing. Until we meet again, friends, go make something that matters. Have a great time doing it and leave them better than you found them. See you out there. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, I'd be so grateful if you could do me a favor and take about 25 seconds to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me reach way more listeners, and it also helps me bring you more great guests. As always, please feel free to reach out to me anytime at connect at makethingsthatmatter.com. And until next time, my friends, leave them better than you found them. See you out there.